Okay, uh, hello. Um, uh, bye -bye. <coughs> we are fast just throwing ourselves into studio. We had decided not to do this, but we decided again. We change our mind sometimes. That's uh, part of the circle of life, the bipolar circle of life that sometimes change direction. Uh, in the moment you absolutely didn't expect or wanted it at all, uh, or may maybe actually just changed to the better magically, something that doesn't always happen, but uh, always happen until now is Christmas. Um, is it cancelled? I don't know. Is it cancelled? I don't know if it's cancelled. If I, we are talking out to the world now, so it could be some places it's cancelled. I mean, maybe. I mean, the pandemic and all, everything is cancelled. Well, but uh, Santa is still there. Uh, Santa will come to you, um, maybe spread uh, Corona. We don't know. Uh, Santa will... Why is Santa here? Why is not Jesus driving the slate? Why, what is happening? Because uh, Jesus got crossed on a <laughs> Jesus got spiked on a cross yeah. and died for our sins, so yeah, of course born. he couldn't come. Yeah, but he reborn after that. He got up from the grave, but and then, then he died again. So okay. Jesus is dead. Does Jesus and Santa have any connection to each other? That's what we're trying to find out now. What is uh, this day? Why are we putting out this day, this uh, Christmas show, and not how, on the twenty fourth? How come Santa is still alive? That's another question. I have. Like, he's always old and beardy. What what happened in Santa is in his teens? I don't know. That's an interesting thing. How did Santa look like in his teens? Did he have like an open sex life? Sex life? How did he meet Mr. Santa? Does he have children, Santa? Is that the, the, the helpers? I feel the helpers is more like some kind of... It's kind of a perverted SM game, something. It's probably children. I thought the helpers was elves, like tiny human elves that she's grown-ups. That satis satisfies Santa in every possible way and build all his toys in this kind of like underpaid uh, slave camp somewhere on the North Pole, they say. And uh, yeah, so we will try to talk to Santa. We'll try to get Santa. Yeah, Jesus is already dead, haven't come back yet and probably feel like don't want to uh, before humans change their kind of idea about what Christmas is maybe. Yeah, what is Christmas? Yeah, that's what we're going to find out now. So this is a special... Don't have too much hope, though. Special Christmas transmission from Bipolar Circle. Happy birthday, Santa, and happy birthday, Jesus. You all got born uh, on the same day or something? I don't know if actually Santa Claus got born this day. There's no, no information about that. But uh, at least some days before, 21 or 22nd of... Uh, December, it's happening some very special uh, galactic uh, portal change that all humanity uh, every year usually are disconnected uh, to or like kind of forget about because of Santa Claus with his fat belly and the flashy red suit. And he will come down your chimney and will he tell about that important pagan natural ritual that Christmas is based on? No. I think he's more concerned about which kid has been good and which has been bad. So, have you been good or bad? Happy birthday to all bad kids. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday.
Okay, this is a um, this is a emergency uh, broadcast for the day of uh, Jule. The day of Jule uh, is now in Norway called uh, Christmas. No, it's not. It's called Jule. It's called Jule, Leona. Jule. It's also called Jule in Sweden. It's called Jule in Sweden, and it actually means uh, still. Actually, the wheel. What they call the pagan traditions of. Uh, of that time, that was around the solstice. What is the solstice, uh, Leona? To be honest, I don't know. Solstice? Um, Explain to me. I mean, it's, I know it's something that happens every year. So there are some pretty nice, good-hearted actors out what? there. Oh, and shit. then there are some mean, difficult, downright rude ones. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, that's not right. You have too many windows open. How are you going to find anything there? I don't know what's all in the end. A solstice, uh, what is a solstice? A solstice happens when the sun's zenith. Can you find out what zenith is, Lena? How does It's at the furthest point from the equator. On the June solstice, it reaches the northern mo- uh, northernmost point of the Earth's north pole, tilts directly towards the sun at about 23.4 degrees. Well... What you found is, is that it's a, uh, it's a, it, that's a, Zenith is a brand of watch from uh, Switzerland. So what happens is that when the sun's watch from Switzerland is on the furthest point from Equator uh, on in the June, that's in the June uh, solstice. We're talking about now about uh, actually the December, the December 21. Uh, okay, as uh, another explanation, Zenith is the imaginary point that is directly above the particular location on the celestial sphere. The opposite of Zenith is the direction of the gravitational pull. It's called the nadir and are 180 degrees. Wow. Um... That I don't understand anything about. What I do understand is that uh, Christmas is not the birthday of Jesus. And it's like uh, it's somehow stolen away from uh, some other cultures, it seems. It just seems like that. I don't know. But it seems like it actually come from... uh, uh, When is this a solar stick? stick? It's one of the oldest uh, traditions uh, or uh, kind of rituals of the world. When uh, does it happen? When? Yeah. It happens in June. Why are we talking about this? I thought we were talking about Christmas. Yeah, it uh, happens the 21 or 22, 21 or 22 of December. Ah, okay. So that's uh, when uh, the sun changed direction. So from being the longest night to the shortest night. Something like that, no? We don't know nothing about this because we are totally disconnected I from... I mean, I thought it had to do with that uh, in the winter... It's in, at least in the north of Europe where I was born, it has to do with the sun returning. Then we have the shortest night and after that the sun will come back. Because in, in the north of Europe, we're basically in the darkest time of the year when it's snow and cold. We almost have no sun whatsoever. So it's really dark and cold and you're sitting inside and it's basically dark from the morning when you go out to the when you get home. You have a few hours with light and then in the other time of the year you have sun all the time. So this change is very drastical and it's really important. Like you can celebrate, you celebrate it like, oh, finally the sun is returning, no? 
Well, okay, but uh, I'm just trying to find out where it's coming from. This, uh, yeah, that it that makes sense. Uh, Christmas seems to make no sense at all. It seems like I know it was some kind of Saint Nicholas, uh, as a, a old man that gave gifts to to poor children, to children that didn't have anything. And uh, now Christmas has kind of turned into like a big capitalistic celebration of unnecessary buying of objects to people that already have too much shit, while poor people still are suffering and starving on the street. So I'm like... Uh, and feeling guilty for not buying uh, Christmas gifts for their kids. And doesn't even like have anything to do with Jesus then. Well, Jesus didn't buy Christmas gifts, he died on a... Cr- Ross? No, but then, not then. He got born the 24th of, of December, like, accidentally so As close to when the solar system I would is. say, like, there is... Now you're talking about three different Christmases. We had a Christmas with a red Santa. We had a Christmas with a grey Santa. But both of them are not connected to the Christ, to, like, that no. part. And then we had the Christian part of the, the Christmas. Saturnalia is where our Christmas is coming from. It's an old uh, Roman solstice. I can't even say it. It's an old ancient Roman solstice uh, celebration dedicated to the planet Saturn that was the god of agriculture and time. Because when we're living in the mountains, they don't celebrate Christmas. They celebrate Christ. What is Christmas then for us now? Why... I'm starting to get a little bit confused about if it's is it healthy for the humankind to celebrate a, 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 a ritual they don't know what actually means. But for example, in the mountains, they don't celebrate Christmas again, like the Santa Claus Christmas. They don't give gifts to each other. Not in the mountains because they don't have money even to give gifts no, to each other. No, they celebrate the birth of Jesus, I think, because they go from house to house for I don't know how many days before Christmas, they go from house to house. But they don't have any culture on this buying a lot of stuff because there's no supermarkets up there and many other people living in the mountain haven't even ever been to Oaxaca City. I still less. That is full of Christmas decoration in all the streets and people buying. And that's three hours away from where we're living. Yeah, but also, I think if you go to down in this town, this town where we're living now, if you go down there now, you will see that it's full of Christmas decoration, plastic shit. Yeah, decoration, sold everywhere. yes. But in their houses, like where I bought the tortillas, today there was no Christmas tree there was instead a stable a stage stable where Jesus is going to get born okay so what happened to me Christmas because I think it's I never understood it I never understood the idea about giving unnecessary I liked it when I was a kid I liked to get hard presents you know like you like to get stuff that you oh yeah it's stuff you not usually get just like that PlayStation or something like that but then I got older and I realized like okay my mother is suffering a lot. Uh, many people stress so much around Christmas to make it so perfect and give each other the perfect gift. And many times people don't even want it. Instead of just giving, hey, here's some money, another time in the air and they can go and buy what they want. We give each other stuff, oh, this I think you want. And then the, the children on the street at St. Nicholas that represent the Santa Claus... They still don't get the gifts. They are still hungry. They are still uh, have nothing. Or recycled books, for example. Like you read the book, okay, pack it in a gift and give it away the next year. Yeah, or make something with your hands. I mean, all children do that, no? Yeah, children do that. That's allowed. When you're a child, you're allowed to make your home. 
maid things and give it away when you're adult if you give that they look a little bit weird at you like Way. So Christmas seems to be something for children, but what is that? that well, at least the children appreciate it most. They don't have to stress. They just get stuff. It's like full of nice smells and decoration. They don't. They haven't still got to the point of all oh, this decoration is plastic from China and it will be in our ecosystem for thousands, thousands well, of years after we celebrate. When I grew up, there was not so much plastic. Like my parents, when uh, we had Christmas, it was made from uh, grass, this home. There was a home angel, was like glass. And there was no plastic when I grew up as a kid. That came afterwards. Now it's yeah. everything plastic. The, yeah. Do, do you really have space for uh, a tradition like this? in our world today, producing so much for, for this one day and also giving one uh, kind of permission day for pedophiles to dress out as fat Santa to get uh, little kids on his lap to ask for presents. Something I find like if it would be in any other time of the year, it will co be considered kind of perverted and weird. Oh yeah, what do you want for Christmas? I mean, I think most people find it a little pervert, but and I think most people have their child watching their child when it sits on Santa's lap. Yeah, don't let your child go behind uh, that door with Santa alone or something. Don't listen to that. And But uh, Santa is like somehow, uh, I don't know where it's coming from. I know that the old Santa was kind of green in Norway. The Santa in Norway before organized religion, no, before organized Christian... Ugh before organized Christmas uh, was kind of like uh, the, 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 the they were more like goblins. I thought they were gray. They I were gray and you had to give them uh, food or else they put curses on all your animals and your family and stuff. Yeah, that's what we had in Sweden as well. So you had to be like nice to them or else they fucked you over. That was our, and then this fat pedophile Santa comes from Coca-Cola, no? I think we don't want to mention. Oh yeah, it comes from let's say again another a soft drink from uh, America that uh, that uh, we made uh, Santa Claus into red. Uh, that is the color of like war and sexuality. Actually, it brings Passion. me even more. Brings me further back to this pedophile idea that Santa is working with the Catholic Church or something like that. Yeah, because before it was a. Gray, I think gray, but gray you couldn't or green, greenish gray or something. You couldn't really hype it the same way. Like he was not a fat pedophile, like the new uh, Santa. He was like a mythical kind of forest creature. You had to kind of be in one with nature and respect nature and respect this creature to not get wiped out totally. I don't know exactly, as I didn't really cared so much about Christmas in that sense, where the tradition came from? No, that's what I like, but uh, I didn't, that was what I want to come to. I didn't like uh, Christmas because, because I saw it was connected to a ritual that people didn't understand why they were doing it. They're talking about Jesus, uh, that Jesus got born and then all this Santa Claus stuff and then the tree inside the house that before was actually also part of the pagan culture where they decorated the tree without killing it or just took branches as a part of decoration outside on the house. And uh, now the tree on top of it uh, being kind of like a pagan ritual about nature being killed inside our living room, uh, thrown out on the street. Like after Christmas, they have like thousands of dead Christmas trees lying after being used for like some weeks inside the house. Again, I think the tradition or what I heard comes from, again, from us living in the really north 
really cold. The only tree that is green during the, this cold winter year, part of the year, is the Christmas tree. Or it is not a Christmas tree, what is it called in English? Christmas tree. No. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's called, uh, what is it in, in English? Pine. It's a type it, of pine. It's not pine. What is it? Yeah, gran, gran pine. No, it's another tree. No, it's pine, Leona. <laughs> Come on, we live in a pine forest. In Swedish, we have two types. Many types. We have a pine, which is tall, and then we have gran, that is something else. What I wanted to get to the point was like, now I went outside yesterday. I'm... Fear. Fear? Fear. I don't... That's not... It's not right. No, can't be, no. Um, yeah, I need to take a break to take some... Uh, I take kratom. Right now it's a kind of like opium substitute because I'm... Uh, I, I can't get over my Christmas blues right now. Yesterday I was uh, going outside, I heard people... Big families, like maybe 20 people together singing, clapping their hands. And we are here in Mexico, uh, totally. We have no family here. We have very few friends. We're trying to take care of this ecological project. Uh, and then I also know that this is kind of the experience of many people during Christmas, because I usually didn't give a shit about Christmas and hanged out in a sex party in Berlin, where we had a crazy party with our friends that we had every week, kind of. So it didn't make it different. Uh, but now, when I don't have a family and don't have those friends around me, I, I do feel a little bit lonely from hearing the other people celebrating. I mean, humans as an animal is a social creature and it needs social activities. So, I mean, these rituals is also a way of socializing. Even if you don't agree with the ritual, the human as animals need socializing to make happiness it seems but why can't we go back to the 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 solicist the solist the i mean it's also just a ritual no yeah but it it's it's a ritual uh, the uh, the solstice is uh, is kind of like a, a nature ritual it kind of brought people together but at the same time it brought people together for nature not just for capitalism or for fat Santa Claus or for entertainment of your children to say like, I was not very good this year. So if this would be true, I think Santa will not give me any gifts. But I think many parents use this to just manipulate their children. Uh, like if you're good, you get more presents. If you're not, you are not, you don't get anything. And it's just a clever manipulation and uh, it has nothing to do with nature. Really, and I'm like, okay, the the solstice is kind of, uh, it's kind of an astrological uh, phenomenon. It's something really important to the change of the the seasons, and the sun is changing, and connection to the sun and connected to nature. And in Europe, it was like connected to also like the high point of the coldness, like starting to look forward to a life start to bloom again. And I think this actually did made people more connected to nature. So I think like, okay, yeah, it's important that people should stay together. But if we stay together in a culture that totally destroy our environment and destroy nature totally, I'm still like, could it be connected to Christmas? Not only Christmas, but that some religious people stole away all our, what they know, now call pagan rituals, that I think was pretty spiritual rituals connected to nature or even... You can even use the word God if you want. Well, I see it still as a ritual. I mean, if you want to celebrate it, go ahead. And 
I mean, I don't like the capitalistic way of living life in general, and this is just a high point of it, like the peak of capitalism is when you are like, supposedly you have to give gifts to show your love or your, otherwise you are bad. And that's wrong somehow. But I mean, any ritual could be good or bad, I think it depends on the intention to it. But for me, it's really weird because I grew up in the north, no? And we have this cold and we have this summers and for me when this change it's really visible and you can feel it you feel like you get hope like oh finally this is over no and now i'm sitting here in mexico and the sun is shining it's over 15 degrees there's no signs of snow and the climate is pretty much the same all year around it's a little bit colder now but it's no big difference in the climate is raining or not raining but it still is the same so it makes you not feel that there's any hope no, I don't have this, like, I don't see the sense in celebrating it here because we don't have this need for it. I don't have this need, like, oh, I need the sun, I need the light, I need this for survival, no? Yeah, but, but I, I understand that. It's, but still, like, that survival thing is a little bit back in time when humans actually were connected to nature and maybe you still feel that. But uh, I think most people in Europe, in the north of Europe, do feel that. Yeah, but that's not what will kill them in the end now. It's ecological disaster that the polar are melting. You will see like this uh, winter, next winter with less snow, less. So it will be like, oh yeah, soon we don't need to worry about the winter anymore because we have no winter. And then happy Christmas. I don't know. Will you like it then without the snow or will humankind survive then without the snow? And maybe now we should celebrate more like important connections to nature to get ourselves back to important values instead of letting it be blinded by values of buying shit we don't need for each other. Maybe go out and plant a tree instead of cutting one. I'm just saying that here in where I'm living now in Mexico, I don't think that celebration is necessary because maybe there is other cultural necessary. They have the Day of the Dead. They have a lot of other celebrations here that is probably more connected to nature than Christmas is because it has nothing to do no, with this culture. No, sorry to say, Leona, it's like this. Uh, Christmas is just the main symbol of it because it's been made by by capitalism or by the marketing uh, forces in the world. Uh, as I mean the solstice. I mean the solstice. I mean the solstice. Solstice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm talking about Christmas. Has been. It's like for me the symbol of corruption connected to mm. ritual celebrations in the world because it's been exchanged for something really important about the sun changing. And, it's important uh, the in north to that. of Europe. It's important all over the world. It was a ritual that was celebrated from many tribes all over the world. How do they celebrate in an equator where there is no change? Because they see when the sun is changing direction. It's equal all the time of year, I think. Huh? No, no, the sun is changing points on the sky. It goes from left to right, right to left. But it's changing. You can see when certain uh, things are happening in the change of... Uh, I, this is actually a, a... So from here, so it's actually the change from rain season to dry season? Is that what you're saying? No, the, the direction of the sun is changing. Now you will see on the Manzana Podrida that the sun will start to move towards that way again. That means it moves towards rain season again. Now it's dry season, but the, the, the sun goes back and forth, back and forth, no? You have noticed that? That it goes back and forth? Yeah, okay, yeah. so maybe you people out there don't notice that, like Leona haven't noticed that the sun actually goes back and forth on the sky. And that's why we need to reconnect to our rituals again, to realize what the sun actually moves 
on the sky and is part of creating the seasons that we have learned to love and hate depending on how cold or fertile it is. I think everybody should find their own rituals. I'm totally against uh, following any ritual if you don't understand it and you don't believe in it. Yeah, I like that also. That's why I'm against Christmas, because no one understands why they're doing it. It's not a ritual. It's just a tradition. People means like people, many people together repeat uh, uh, something that is really powerful, actually, together to as manifestation, repeat something exactly. like a, a tradition. A it's a trad. No, it's not a ritual anymore because it has no intention. People don't know what they're doing. A ritual is connected to when the people know what they're putting their intention into. Now, most people put their intention into capitalism and confusion and being even worse to the planet because it's a lot of products that should never have been made. And it's a lot of people starving to death right now. So, and uh, Christmas is one of the places, times in the year where you have most fa family violence, most most suffering in the whole year is actually have, and people are super stressed out economically, how to make it perfect, how other people see their perfection or not. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. And this is just like one, the, the, the symbol of, of what happened to our culture through religion many times that have made a very important uh, day where the sun is changing uh, behavior into uh, a, a, a idea about that Christ was born at Christmas. What did they base that fact on that Christ was born that day? Because it came way much later Christmas than I... actually the... I think they based it on let's steal this uh, pagan culture and remake it. They will not accept totally that we just take it away from their culture totally. So what we do is we change a little bit the dating, take it totally disconnected totally from the meaning and then imprint a total new idea about it. So people still do their ritual, now a tradition, very dangerous when it's been done by many, 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 many thousands of people at the same time. Imagine if all of those people at the same time would come together and pray for the planet or, or plant trees instead of cutting the Christmas tree and giving each other shit. So this is just like the same, like Easter. Why do you have the Easter bunny? Because it's a sexual symbol stolen by Christianity. It's not so dangerous as Christmas because Christmas is very celebrated. So it's made from some big ass guy that wanted to manipulate people to do what he wanted to do them to do. Um, no, well, I think, I think, I don't know. I think it's made by religion, people that found out religion is really powerful. The Roman Catholic Church uh, is made by the Roman Empire, finding out that uh, religion is extremely powerful. It's impossible to really eliminate people's existential ideas about why are we here? Is there a God? Is there not? So like, if we control that as an institution, we can control people through that. This is the first step with so, uh, Constantine. So first it was the pagan one that was the solistic. And then it was the Christian ones that was the Jesus get born. And then it was the capitalism by presence. Well, it was like a gradually uh, disco, like disconnection of corruption. It was uh, Roman Empire losing power, seeing Christian people uh, still gaining power in the idea of like having people listen to them while the uh, Roman Empire was considered more and more like barbarians. And uh, so they saw like, okay, uh, we can, uh, the Constantine took over the, the Christianity and presented that as a part of the Roman Empire. Before that, the Roman Empire was pagan. And they made this uh, Christmas we make now based on Saturn. There was a ritual for Saturn. I just said it. Oh, that's, it where, that's where our modern uh, Christmas comes from, from a 
pagan Roman uh, ritual that they took from other cultures again. So it's like long time before. But then when that was made, okay, and then we have this religion that is more now important than we don't want people to follow their pagan relief, uh, beliefs anymore. We want people to follow the religion. That's when they started to re uh, shape the days, for example. What is solstice? It's, it's, uh, it's the birthday of Jesus, for sure. It's a great time. We just change it around and then people will worship us as they would worship nature. It's uh, pure propaganda. Okay. It's because I come from Sweden that I'm a little bit out of this because we didn't have, we didn't celebrated this, sat what was it, which planet? Uh Saturn. Saturn. Because in Sweden, Norway and Denmark, we celebrated Yule. <clears throat> and it was the most celebrated uh, celebration in the whole year. It says here, Nordic Christmas roots go into the pagan holiday of Jule, a day-long feast that was perhaps the most important celebration of the year, the winter solstice. Christmas in the Nordic is still referred by its pagan name, Jule. In Sweden, Norway and Denmark, Jule and Iceland. Solstice. Yeah. So we we didn't celebrate the planet. That's maybe where my confusion comes from because it's not. But Yule means the wheel, so it means it has connected to like the, how the seasons are changing. Yeah, but I feel more connected to yeah that. But that's why I can understand the solstice and why it's connected to Christmas now. Yeah, but I. Why is it connected to Christmas? Why it's connected to Christmas? Because of the <coughs> because of the Christmas, I guess the tree that they put there. Christmas. Yeah, but, but we don't say that in Sweden. We say Jul. Yeah, okay, but, uh, so but you still have Jesus and you still have like stuff with Jesus getting no. born and shit in, no. in churches. And yeah, I'm but sorry, I Leona. don't go to church. No, I never Leona, went to church. You when don't I was... went to church, no, but you have churches in Sweden, I guess. Yeah, but. <clears throat> yeah, so in, in, in those church... churches in Sweden, you oh. do have Jesus in the crib and all this shit. You still have it. Probably, I don't know. No, because you are very proud about Sweden being the most atheistic country in the world. I know, but no, they no, do have churches. They probably have, but that's not how people celebrate in their homes, no? Not you. No, but most many people. people. Well, I have Swedish friends. Uh, like, I have Swedish family also. That's and they do celebrate Christian Christmas. How? With, with going to church, with singing about Jesus and Maria, with talking about the Jesus uh, be being born. Actually, my father was Catholic. We celebrated an angel flying in and making the Christmas decoration. That is as kind of close. To yeah, but you also have Krampus. That is like this evil uh, demon from before Christmas also coming to take children that haven't been nice away. That's more like a satanistic pagan figure. That's true, because uh, then they believe in hell and heaven, no? And there comes this evil guy scaring the shit out of me as a kid. Knocking on my window, trying to scare the kids. At least more honest than Santa Claus. So it's like I don't like the attitude of Santa Claus. That's like I give gift to you if you've been nice, kid. Well, it's it sounds same, too perverted for but me. But it's the same with the Krampus. They take the evil kids, put them in a bag, and bring them down to hell. No. Yeah, yeah, I know. But they're they're not. Uh, but they're they're kind of like fucking the evil kids. They're not fucking the good kids like Santa. Santa is more like oh yeah. Santa is more like oh you've been bad. Fuck off. Uh, it's like, here's a gift to the good kid. Oh, you've been a good kid. It's a little bit more uh, edgy, the Santa one. Like, the devil one is more like, oh, I take the evil kids down to hell. So true. But I did get candy. You get candy in the end because you've been nice? or I did get candy at least. I don't know if that's part of the tradition, but our 
Krampus that came and visited us gave us candy in the end after they scared the shit out of us. Also annoying songs all the time that gives the special Christmas feeling. What is the Christmas feeling? Jolly jolly die 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 da ding 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 A lot of songs about uh, Christmas about uh, Santa Claus with his reindeers and it's a lot of shit that has nothing to do with Jesus. Really. Like uh, I yeah, think I now the Catholic Church isn't even made that because they're kind of helping a lot of commercial uh, companies around the world and I guess they helped to commercialize Christmas into a point where uh, you're a bad parent if you don't buy a lot of shit to all your children. I mean, the first time I was on a really religious celebration on Christmas was actually here in Mexico. I went to this uh, posada and that's where Jesus gets born and they shoot firecracker, whistles, blows, drink mezcal and kill, kill uh, this uh, blown balloon thing. But now before we go to the second, I will make a break and we'll make a second uh, part of this show uh, because I want to take the kratom because I feel like shit because I got into this like uh, anxiety from feeling uh, totally alone here in Mexico. We just had an interview with a friend uh, telling that it's a perfect time to go in isolation and to meditate as a monk and uh, find yourself through this crisis. While I'm like, uh, yeah, Christmas is canceled uh, many places because of Corona, but that's not really the biggest problem. The biggest problem is like all the conspiracies and shit about what the vaccine is all about. If we will kill uh, out uh, all people because of uh, uh, Bill Gates being part of a big uh, international scheme with the world tops of the world to eliminate all human scum from this planet. And it's happening right now in the Christmas time. So it makes even more like jolly feeling about what's going on. We should all like break out and start to plant trees right now and protect the last virgin forest or last nature resources. We have no more cutting. That's what we should do now. But but now I'm like, what do you think about this vaccine thing, Luna? Oh, I think it's not really good. I mean, it's produced in a very short time and I don't have much trust in it. But I, I, I have to say, I'm like, I'm, I understand. I understand if the society would like to kill off many millions of people now because we have no chance to manage to get this planet back in a good state with all those humans uh, and that kind of consciousness we have towards our planet, towards Christmas, towards like not celebrating any of the rituals that have to do with nature anymore. It's like... Is it such a bad idea? Would it be a bad idea from society to 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 kill off like a lot of people? I'm mean, from from nature's point of view. I think it's natural because when you have overpopulation in any species on this planet, it happened by itself. It's die from hunger. It's die from diseases. It's die because the population is not matching nature's way of living no if it's too much of something it have to starve to death or else it can't survive and it's we natural we get super paranoid when it comes to virus killing off old people and some sick people here and there that is like you should have died or have to die anyway sorry that's part of life we have to die in human uh, medicine and the medical industry made a lot of money on making uh, the human population even thrive better and it seems like uh, we're afraid of dying 
uh, that I mean, we are all uh, afraid of dying, but uh, but uh, what can we do? We will all die because we are too many destroying our planet. I mean, like almost every year, it's about 23 million trees, uh, Christmas trees getting cut down only or they get planted and cut down only for the purpose of Christmas. They die for you to have a fucking great Christmas. Well, great Christmas, uh, yeah. So, so cutting down a little bit on the human population, at least from a scientific point of view, if you're from the biggest countries in the world, having scientific evidence on what will happen the next 50 to 100 years. I mean, what kind of options do we have? Uh, like the people who has the options should be like, okay, at least we can maybe protect, how do we protect ourselves and our family? So they are safe, like, okay, kill off all the other people. I can understand that it will be like a kind of logical idea from from a big society. It doesn't really need to be a new world order. It's just like, how the fuck do we survive this catastrophe, this global pandemic that is humankind? How do we survive this? By making more Christmas? I mean, Christmas is probably just a diversion people need for feeling like they need some kind of tradition to feel like we have something, no? Uh, to not have to think about all these depressing things that are happening all the time, every day. Yeah, so Christmas is super not depressing at all. Um, I, I, it makes me always very happy now. I'm still... Uh, okay, I don't know if I was ironic or not right now. It's difficult sometimes to, to even understand myself. So, so I know that I'm like being a little bit sad, missing my family, missing my friends. And uh, hearing the Christmas spirit uh, out in the street doesn't make it better for me. So I, I will take a small break now to try to deal with that with some plants. Oh, well, for me, when I went through the streets, I don't... That's just like, okay, okay so Christmas, whatever. So Leona will do some more uh, research on Christmas. And when we come back, we will know a lot more. This was just... St- we're sitting here waiting for Christmas or the I end of the world. Maybe the, this is maybe the last Christmas I thought we were going to do some us. funny stuff. What about the ideas of calling Santa Claus? Do you find a number to Santa Claus and we can try? You said that you had many numbers I to did, Santa Claus. I know, <laughs> other, I know there is many numbers to Santa Claus. That is pretty confusing. But uh, he has probably, because there's a lot of people who want to reach Santa Claus in probably a whole network of people helping him. So yeah, maybe we will call Santa Claus after the break. There is Santa Claus. I know I have not been totally good all the time. So my first wish is for you to forgive me. I wish I could be better. I can learn faster, understand more. I wish for a new computer. I wish for a new beginning. I wish for a new world, a garden with apples, a close friend. I wish for a lover, a healer. A mother, I wish for a home, safety, I wish for a future, I wish for family, love, lust, liberation. There's Santa Claus, can you give me free will? I wish for more blue flowers. I wish for that Jesus would return, for new religions, for new roads, for new fights, new wars and new revolutions. I wish for a world in peace. I wish for common understanding. I wish for illusions, for wisdom. I wish I was more beautiful, more brave, more successful. I wish I could understand other people. I wish all children were safe. I wish no one was hungry. I wish for wild forests, 
wild animals. I wish I could forgive myself. I wish I could forgive others. I wish for a spaceship. I wish for miracles. I wish everyone was nice to animals. I wish for a dildo. I wish for a fractal. I wish for a slave. I wish for wisdom. I wish for freedom. I wish for control. I wish for orgasms. I wish for pain, for drama, for pleasure. I wish for art, for altruism, for murder, for sex, and for birth. There's Santa. Okay, the second second uh, part of our Christmas special. Ding 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 ding. Happy Christmas, or happy rape of our cultural relationship to natural ritual day, or whatever. It's uh, uh, we're trying to get Santa on the phone. We try to call Santa. It's many different options, but uh, we found so far we found out that Santa uh, don't take calls uh, outside like a, like a prostitute fee. Uh, how long could I talk to Santa for thirty nine dollars? Five minutes. Five minutes. Okay, so probably I don't know. I think I can find a cheaper sex Here is one. phone. Here is Live that. Santa calls start at just forty seven dollars. Wow. What? Live for just $47? For how long? Um, I don't know what, how long it is. Santa must be fucking rich. It makes a lot of money on just sitting doing pre, pre-Christmas. pre That's where he gets all Here's the money actually, for the presents, I guess. There's actually a woman also. There's Santa Miquel, Santa Joe, Mrs. Claus Jacqueline. Mrs. Claus Jacqueline? You have the whole fucking Santa family. You can talk to the elves also or what? Not on this one, but there was another one where you could talk to the elves or the reindeers. You can talk to the reindeers. I want to talk to the reindeer. How much is that? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Here it says virtual Santa Claus. Virtual Santa Claus. That is must be free, I guess. Is that like some kind of artificial intelligence Santa? or? That's what we will find out. That would probably be a better Santa for our time, I guess. Like some kind of anti-capitalistic uh, kind of uh, uh, free source Free so- source software Santa for the poor children out there. We're looking for the Santa that is there for the poor children to give gifts to the needy. Uh, that's where, and it's a little bit difficult if I have to pay $50 to just talk to the guy, no? There is this older... I want to talk to Santa about serious stuff about like, if he knows if I've been good enough to get anything or... Uh, if he gave something to poor children already, if he's thinking about the poor needy children of the world right now. Yeah, now I already know where he gets his money from, I guess. That's from doing this pre-Christmas Santa uh, kind of uh, sessions online. Yeah, there's a lot of options actually. Here it's full. If I'm gonna pay so much, then I at least see if we find an erotic I, Santa then. I guess it's because of the corona time now, because you can't really visit Santa Claus in supermarkets and places where uh, where Santa Claus have been in public receiving children and taking their wish lists. So everything is done on the internet now, so that's why. And it's probably why it's so fucking expensive also nowadays. Yeah, but what about uh, erotic Santa? Because if I can pay so much anyway, I'm I'm not a kid anymore. You want to call a perverted Santa Claus? Is it one? No, there must be one, no? No, like sexy Santa or porn sexy Santa. Sexy Santa. Santa is not sexy. has a fat belly, beard and the, like... The, the missus of okay, Santa. Okay, sorry or... for you, beard. Oh. For you guys that likes guys with beard and belly. 
But maybe Santa has a daughter, like like kind of Lolita, kind of teenage Santa. Okay, hot Santa line. Or like Santa sex line. I'm not going to pay 50 dollars to talk to Santa. The other one was 30 dollars. That's cheaper at least, but come on. For 30 dollars I can buy uh, gifts to my... They don't need any Santa. It's easy to call Santa's phone number. It says Santa's hotline. Yeah, that was not hot. No, well, it's Santa hotline. Is that like if you didn't get your presents? Uh, so that you can. Do you have a Santa complain line? Is it like some kind of because if Santa like came with his reindeer, destroyed your chimney, or did something shit like? Is it any place you can do like rec- reclamation stuff on Santa? 1,900 naughty, sexy Santa hotline. Maybe this one. Oh, no. Call to tell Santa. Just to be clear, Herman, I'm talking to boys and girls about what they want for Christmas, right? Oh, yeah. Well, but that's more like Santa calling a whore. I don't know if he has time for that right now. He's probably like now if he's going to take make all his money, if he gets $50 for every phone call, I don't think he right now... I think he is the whore right now. So, yeah. so Santa is like, yeah, be careful with your children now. It's Santa time. Uh, it's many of them out there. They're fat. They're red. They're easy to spot. They have a beard and they want to give your children gifts. Something we all teach our children. Do not take gifts from strangers. But it's Santa. We all know Santa, no? Well, it's safer this year. You can be released, you can sit with your children at home and Zoom call them on the internet. It costs a little bit, but it's safer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a safer Christmas. So Corona saved us with that, at least you're uh, saved away from like close contact with the uh, pedo Santa or with the, uh, I mean, with a uh, uh, cuddly, big, fat, red Santa waiting for your children in a corner. You can just call him. Like you can also just call and get a Christmas tree, maybe. Also, if you forgot to get that and get it transported to your door with uh, everything included. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is, a, I hope you uh, people out there, this is like a special transmission and we have not planned anything. We just do this now because we felt we needed to make a, a, a Christmas uh, present, a Christmas special that is like uh, about Jesus. So we are like we have to talk a little bit about Jesus also because Jesus did get born the twenty fourth. It's really close to the solstice uh, date, and uh, therefore took a lot of focus away from the solstice uh, celebration totally. And what does Je- the day of Jesus offer us uh, except from presents, Leona? Um, what did you want to what the question? I am trying to find out if uh, actually there is any cases of Santa Claus raping children. I mean, I can't find uh, Santa Claus actually getting Santa Claus accused. is a rapist, child rapist. We're not talk- uh, talking about like killer uh, Santa. I know it's a movie about that, but is it actually real? Has anyone ever got like murdered, like the whole family got murdered by Santa or something? Did Santa Claus ever killed? Santa dead, archaeologists say. Huh? Uh. The Christmas killings. The massacre became known as the Christmas Killings and began when Laura Taylor, the Marcus Smith, Heather Matthews and Marvelous uh, Keen, huh? That's a name. Marvelous Keen shot their first victim 
to death on December 24 inside his home. So they continue their shooting spree for days, so they continue killing people. But they were not dressed in Christmas clothes, so I don't know why the Christmas killing um, has been so famous. Probably because they have one of the killer called Marvelous Keen. That's pretty funky name, it's like... Uh, but he was not a Santa or nothing like that, he was just killing people. 12 murders of Christmas. Yeah, because Christmas is like the day, it's a kind of like the day where, where it's perfect for a, hor a horror movie scenario. It's a family all together, everything is peaceful, nice, and nice food, nice smells. And uh, it's not supposed to mix with uh, blood and gore and gruesome murders. But, uh, I mean, there's a funny story, though. There was some guy in Arizona, in America, in the 1932, that had a brilliant idea to make Santa Claus jump from a, in a, from an airplane to make a great entrance. But the Santa Claus, of course, got drunk the day before the big jump. So they dressed up Santa, uh, a doll in uh, Santa Claus costumes and throwed him out of the airplane without a parachute because it was a doll, no? And the doll smashed the ground and the children were screaming that they killed fucking Santa Claus and it was a great Santa day. And he will always be remembered for the man who killed Santa. It's like a great day of like totally misinformation for your children, uh, the Christmas. Also, like I mentioned before, the uh, Easter that is about the death of Jesus, but also contains uh, rabbits. That's also kind of confusing. There you see that it's the Romans or someone just reprogrammed and stole the, the rituals that had something to do with fertility, with change of seasons, with how important nature is for us, with totally empty ideas about uh, keeping power over people and make them buy bullshit to each other. So like uh, that's the beautiful side of Christmas that we can teach our children so beautiful things about consciousness, about being at one with the seasons and then instead just show them how we can without any reason just cut down trees to have them decorated inside our living room. Making a big industry on that. Not that that's the most biggest ecological disaster for the world, but I think Christmas as an idea, as a concept, take people's imagination and wandering away from nature, from important nature uh, spirits. That, that uh, real uh, the Santa Claus was kind of a, a symbol on the nature spirit, but then it got the mix of this with the Saint Nicholas, that was the guy that gave things to poor uh, children around Christmas and these two things merge together and with a little bit sparkling magical powder from the Roman Empire with some Jesus guy uh, dancing into the whole mix we have Christmas we have Christmas but what is Christmas Christmas is Yule it's the wheel it's the solace it's the day it's today it's that's why we put this out today um, because this day is actually uh, happening a very important celebration of nature that was important for our ancestors, our, our ancestors that we should actually try to respect a little bit more by understanding why they did what they did. And if you are sitting there wondering why you are celebrating Christmas, maybe you shouldn't do it in the first place. Then I also go back to Leona's thing is like, okay, then make your own ritual about something that actually means something to you or program something into the ritual of Christmas that do have something to do with making the world a little bit better, maybe, or getting connection with values that will make us better as human beings. 
Or you can just buy a lot of shit and give it to people. That's also totally okay. I don't find it totally okay, sorry. If you're going to buy a lot of shit, at least buy sustainable things that will last more than fucking 10 years, not just going to trash next weekend. No, so what's the Christmas spirit then, Leona? Because I see many people, uh, if I would criticize Christmas around Christmas, I wouldn't have a good Christmas spirit. But it's like, yeah, but it's kind of a suppressive uh, uh, ritual that you don't, if you don't know why you're celebrating it. And if you say it's about Jesus, then take the tree out. Please take all this shitty decoration, put up some fucking Jesus figures around, dance around Jesus or decorate Jesus or something like that. Have more Jesus shit than take away the... Santa Claus, for example, why the fuck is he there? Uh, I why just, does Santa Claus I, I have just, to do with Jesus? I just read <coughs> uh, that uh, Saint Nicholas was um, some religious person that also in the end got executed by the Romans, I guess. But I mean, he was a, a religious person. He was not just a rich guy. It seemed like no, he was. I also he was a really. That's why he got um, saint. Also, I think uh, he was like a good. There are religious people out there. That believe it or not, that actually are good people. There are people out there that don't believe in nothing. That actually is bad people. Is sometimes we can. I hate organized religion sometimes a little bit, and that can make me like judgeful towards people believing in different stuff. Something when I grew older, I realized this not so black white as I thought. And it could be the same about Christmas. It can be that you uh, out there that listens to this actually do give gifts to poor people in Christmas. You actually do focus on being humble and reconnect to nature. Maybe you don't even cut the tree. Maybe you you decorate it out in your garden and then you take your family outside and celebrate that tree as being alive, as being something green that don't die. Because that was the symbol of that tree was that it's don't die. That was the whole point of the tree because it's an evergreen tree. So it doesn't die in the winter time. That gives you hope about life. That was the point of the tree. What's the point? And then you kill it. Okay, it maybe looks nice, smells nice, but you killed the tree. It was a symbol of life. That alone should make you like wondering, okay, if you do that ritual and you don't know why you're doing it, are you not afraid that you might call in demons you didn't know either? Because it's a ritual. Okay, tradition then. Tradition is a ritual that went wrong for me. Tradition is a ritual where people lost their intention, lost their idea about why they're, why the fuck are we doing this, and just repeat it again and again because it feels nice and it gives you some nostalgic feeling, but you don't even know where that's coming from. So we have that nostalgic feeling because it actually do come from something that is important for, for us, I think. I think, I mean, the nostalgic feeling is not everybody that has this nostalgic feeling because if you were a kid getting beaten up every Christmas, I think you don't have this nostalgic feeling about Christmas. And something that do happen a lot, actually, it's the day where, uh, as I said before, that has most uh, domestic violence and stuff uh, because of pressure, because of alcohol abuse and no, not so much money and being expected to buy all this stuff. So for you that have a nostalgic feeling you were one of the lucky ones that actually grew up with a family trying to meet together even if it maybe was not so good and it didn't what's you didn't you didn't like it you still had this nostalgic feelings about it so what's wrong with me then because i had the really good family i grew i grew up i remember my christmas as being beautiful always a lot of gifts nice gifts nice uh, decoration nice food everything was nice people were friendly to each other i never had any big christmas dramas with people 
beating or abusing each other in uh, emotional or sexual ways or any way. I was always like, uh, Christmas was something I looked forward to when I was young. I'm trying not to listen. When did it happen that I... I think it maybe happened with that I started to take LSD and uh, psychoactive plants. And that somehow made me interested in real rituals and traditions that had something to do with with nature and reconnected to nature. I think maybe it happened then around like 17, 18. I think I start at the same time I start to understand why the fuck am I in this school because I never really liked it and it don't teach me nothing. I think it came together. For me, I think it was the pressure. When I was a kid, I didn't like pressure very much. I still don't like pressure very much. And when you have to do something only because that day everything has to be perfect. For me, I didn't felt comfortable in the setting. I mean, I love the smell of Christmas. I don't have that. That smell does not exist here in Mexico, so I can't really nostalgic get these nostalgic feelings. I don't care about the Christmas decoration. I don't get the fe- f- feeling from that. For me, Christmas was more like the feeling now that it was cold outside, the smells, and I don't get it, so... I, I don't get it now. I don't get it anymore. So I, I had that feeling before when I heard Christmas songs. I, I liked that feeling when I was young to feel that uh, atmosphere of Christmas. Now it's changed towards the, the other part where I'm... Yeah, but now I'm like, maybe I should have stayed uh, uh, ignorant about what it actually represents because it actually made me happy. Why would I want to disconnect to something that made me happy? Now I'm sitting on my ass here in Mexico criticizing Christmas or trying to find the good sides of it. Uh, and I want to tell to you out there that if you have anxiety and and stress and depressive episodes with Christmas coming around, you should look up a herb called uh, Kratom. That's also very good for people if you are heroin or opium addicted to try to get off it. It's uh, also like, uh, it's a plant. Uh, it's a uh, nerve coming and it will make you like me now. Uh, like before this break, I felt like uh, Christmas would kill me. Now I feel kind of uh, soft, like a soft feeling with Christmas. Something I maybe could connect to Christmas, uh, like the, the spirit. I, I think I got more Christmas spirit. Here it says that uh, Santa Claus uh, visited some place in uh, America and they made a test on Santa Claus and Mrs. Santa Claus afterward and they were positive to Corona and they may have transmitted Corona to 50 children that was visiting them that, that day. Oh shit, yeah, that's not good if Santa has Corona now and he goes around to all the good children in the world. That it's not well. There seems to be pretty many because uh, it's pretty popular. So, what do you want to Christmas? Uh, corona. I mean, uh, for me, I don't have a child. But if I had a child, I would still not just randomly let my child run around to any dressed-up man. Uh, how naughty do you have to be in this system? I I always got. I don't know. My parents were pretty okay with me. They gave me stuff even if I was naughty. They never used this. Uh, as a threat thing, like, okay, if you're not good, Santa will not come. They never used that on me, so I never got that, that fear. That's what people also have for Jesus. I have a friend that uh, come from Catholic upbringing from Brazil, and she told, like, she had nightmares after going to Catholic church about if she did something she felt was bad, she thought Jesus and Maria would come and beat her up. 
And that's like yeah, the same yeah, with, yeah. The, with the Santa Claus, no? It's like, it's a kind of like a sign, okay, you've been, it's like a top, like an authority symbol on who's good and bad. It's like, do you have to be 100% good? Do you feel, for example, now this year, you've been good enough in your idea about good and bad? Would I you mean, feel I, you're I good s- enough for I think Santa? it's just bad parenting. They don't know how to tell the children not to steal, not to lie, not to do all this stuff. So they say, oh, Santa will beat you up if you're not good. Or Santa will not give you any kids like presents. <laughs> Santa will beat you up. That, that's Krampus, okay. uh, Lena. You had that uh, spirit in your culture, and uh, that uh, spirit actually comes and drag you to hell in a bag and torture you if you've been bad. So I see that with a lot of your education, also like Fritz and Moritz. Is that Fritz and Moritz they're called? Yeah. That is a children education. I think from Austria or something. I Austria, guess. Austria, Germany. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. and that's like also children tales where. Uh, they always end up dying because they lied or they stole or they did something bad and they end up getting cut. They're not only dying, they're dying like getting cut up in small pieces or bleed to death slowly out of their asshole or things very like that. M- and they try to be very moralistic in the same time. So. Yeah, and they're trying to teach children how to be good. So I'm like, then I'm like, we talked to this sexual psychiatrist uh, some days ago that talked about she don't believe in like making people totally good. And she actually talked, we talked about pedophiles, something that is difficult to talk about. And now in Christmas time, you still have pedophiles. That's why I say we have an eye on that Santa. But it's like she believed in, in damage uh, reducing, not damage uh, eliminating. She's like step by step, you can't eliminate the big problem just like hocus pocus. And I think that's the same with being a good person, a bad person. I think children in that age of consciousness haven't even got to a point where they can analyze what's good and bad. So just like putting that in to their consciousness with maybe forcing an adult idea about the world on small children. Well, I, I don't totally agree. I think as a parent, you have some responsibility in educating your child. Yeah, but not in line, not like, okay, if you lie, your tongue will fall out and it will grow like uh, uh, shit out of your mouth. So you can no, like no, say, no. right, you can say like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, people fiction. will that's respect fiction. you more. People will respect you more and you will find more love in the world and mm. learn more by being honest. Or like, don't kill animals because they actually have feelings. Don't don't cut down trees. But that if humans, adults don't understand that animals well, have feelings. Something you found out like in England. Don't bully because actually somebody gets hurted. Like, there are simple things you don't have to make in this fair propaganda if you actually care you should be able to talk to your children no? this uh, yeah, it just made me remind me of the thing with animals about that uh, they voted for that the adult people voted for that that's why i see that uh, adult people can't be taken serious as adult people either they claim okay got to this point but they voted for if animals have feelings or not in uh, voting in uh, england i think and they voted that animals don't have and it's like uh, the same with the uh, movies with the film censorship and stuff, people say like, oh, you don't believe in Santa, or you believe in Santa, you're so big, you believe in Santa. Well, you believe that these people actually died in the movie, and you think other people shouldn't see it because it was too violent death. But I, I can explain, you know, it was just actors and fake blood. So it's like, okay, you believe in Santa now? So Santa, I don't know. If you believe that, you can might as well believe in Santa also. So I don't think all the time adults are a- able to educate even. No, considering how many people that 
believe that Jesus was born on Christmas? Yeah, and I think even the Catholic Church, or I don't know, I think I read that somewhere, that like scientists that ex claim that Jesus was a historical figure that is a lot of back and forth about, have all the most agreed on that he was born on another time. So it's still, then it's just like, okay, we just repeat the ritual that is based on bullshit. Are uh, we not like adult enough, like as a humankind, and at least to make a ritual a new one? We can have it on the 24th of uh, December. If you want to call it Christmas, okay, maybe funny, find another word is more funny, but like something that means something. Is that, okay, coming together as a family, sharing time together, that should always mean something. To be nice to each other should always mean something. So what does Christmas mean now? For um, you? What does Christmas mean for you, Leona? I mean, I haven't celebrated Christmas in a traditional way since I moved out from my parents' house. So maybe I'm not the right person to ask. Yeah, but, uh, and you don't miss it? You don't have like a Christmas, uh, like, uh, like you feel like abstinence? No, never. But I do like the smells of Christmas still. That may be what I would miss most is like the snow, the smells, but actually the Christmas itself, not so much. It's very random, the Christmas, and there are actually things connected to Christmas that is beautiful that we should maybe know about. For example, the Julestjerne, uh, it's called in Norwegian, is the Christmas star, the flower. It's the red flower used on Christmas many in many many parts of the world and we found out it actually is from mexico uh, it's a local plant growing around here and it did uh, actually have a very important role in the aztec culture and it was called like a uh, fire leaf or something like that a blood leaf and the aztec had a really connection to blood as uh, as a binding element of life and they also used it for medicine, and it has medicine values. Many people now buy this flower around Christmas and throw it out after because it's only for Christmas. But this flower has such a deep cultural important value in the, in the society, in the country where it grows. And it actually is a medicine plant. So for you people that have that, uh, don't throw it away. Look up on the internet a little bit how to take care of it. It, it can actually become a very big bush and uh, it's a beautiful plant also outside Christmas. I mean, where we are living, I actually see it as more like a small tree because it's become huge here. If it's in the right element, it becomes huge. So it's been used for taking away wort, uh, the juice it makes this white uh, like sap that you can take away wort. It's also used for making more breast milk, but it's also abortive. So it's used for making abortions and uh, 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 parasites and um, bacteria killing. Okay. Um, yeah, we actually got two of them. One red and one pink greenish. That's so how much I have been traumatized by the idea of Christmas, that this flower for me represents Christmas. So I didn't... In all the flowers, we collect flowers in Manzana Podrida, that is our ecological uh, project there in Mexico, and we collect flowers there. And I never wanted to buy that flower. I refused to get that flower and I saw it as a, I have the first time I saw it as a little tree. Then I started actually to get more interest in it. It started to attract me. I saw it in the wild as a tree and I was like, what? I never saw it like that. And then, but I never got it anyway. Now when I got it, I started, okay, I will do research on it. And now it totally changed the whole idea about what it represents for me as a plant. 
that so much Christmas made impact on me and that I feel it so fake that I couldn't even accept nature as being part of it. And actually the sol solist was a nature ritual and that was the important thing. But actually what Christmas has done for me now, I, I can be crazy, I don't know why, but it actually pushed me away from the interest in that plant that uh, do represent cool things. Well, but again, this plant was, it's a Mexican plant. It has nothing really to do with, if you celebrate Christmas as the Christ, this plant didn't even exist at that time in Europe. This is a new, it's an imported plant from Mexico. It's a very important plant for Aztecs and uh, yeah, it's still used in traditional medicine. And yeah, so there are things in Christmas we should maybe know a little bit more about. Uh, uh, for example, today it's actually the solist. Uh, you can check it up if you don't know enough about it. I surely don't know enough about it. I surely don't know enough about the star system. And uh, in some programs we will actually get a friend talking a little bit about astrology and uh, science connected to it. And uh, then I also realized that we don't know the most essential, we know how to use technological, extremely complicated technological uh, devices, but we don't know what the stars we have over us all the time, where, what they're called, or we can call them ourselves things, but we don't have any relationship to them. Just like you don't have a relationship that the sun is changing direction during the... <laughs> during the year. Maybe, and I've seen this with many people. People don't have like- to the wrong person because the guy that we had in our studio that was s studying the stars, I mean, he for sure knew a lot of the names in the sky, you know? Look for the <coughs> right stars and what's happening in the, in the star sky. Yeah, but he's talking more about that it's important for humans because he says it's like Jung. Jung that was, the, Carl Gustav Jung that was uh, doing research on psychology and psychotherapy was uh, also connecting it to a lot of like symbolic ideas about, existential ideas about uh, spirituality and, and physics and metaphysics in co combined with psychology. And so he, he was talking a lot about the symbolism of, of different things and that the stars for humankind is one of the important symbols of life that we forgot to wonder about. And then it's back to that again, like, what is Christmas for us? What's the symbolism of Christmas? Is it important for the humankind to have a, a conscious relationship to the symbols? Or should we just make random things we don't really put our intention into? How is symbolism for you connected um, to the Christmas? Me personally, again, I think people can do what the fuck they want, as long as they're not hurting anybody. And so if you want to celebrate Christmas or you want to celebrate Yule or if you want to celebrate Solastik, it's totally fine. Uh, we should all do. And it's not point of, of getting people to do things that they don't understand. Why should you celebrate a ritual you don't have any relationship to? So cr I mean, Christmas has become like a symbol for many different things for many different people. Exactly. And they feel safe with that. I mean, for some people, for example, grown-ups, I'm sure they're just inviting the Santa Claus and for the reasons for the children to have something fun. I mean, more than that, I'm not sure they even care or understand what it's all about. No, but uh, yeah, well, for me, life is a journey through trying to understand what so it's what all it, about. If you had a kid, and would you, uh, how would you address this? Uh, uh, this celebration. Exactly as you and I talk now, I would say like this is if you want something special, we can make something on the solist day 
and uh, celebrate uh, nature. And if you want to be part of that other celebration, you can do that with your friends, but we don't make a special celebration connected to that ritual. And I will t tell about what I think about rituals and this connection to nature and how it's important to know why you're celebrating what you're doing. But I also like, I, I could give a gift if they felt like uh, it was unfair that everyone else, but I will give it on the so day of the sol solicitation. Because it's something that's important for you, but for your kid that doesn't really understand it, it has no, for them it that doesn't mean nothing, it just could be any other day. But I'm, if, if I'm the parent, I want to educate my kids. That's the only thing I'm supposed to do. And I have to educate them how I see the world, not from the pressure from outside forces that says this is necessary because we all do it. That's the, the many things has been through that, uh, that education change and it has to start with someone. Someone has to start to re-educate. And if it doesn't start with you, you can't force other people to do it. And I can't force my child to become different than what nature has made them to become to be but i'm there to guide with my world view and if i change that i'm just a f fucking hypocrite i mean i agree i had friends when i grew up that uh, their parents refused everything that has to do with any religious holiday like christmas easter everything i mean the, and the kids they were a little bit like they could understand it, but they were a little bit bummed out that they couldn't get Christmas gifts, for example. Well, that's also part of education that you can't always get what you want. So that's also the thing, no, it's not, you shouldn't always give under for pressure just because you feel like it creates some kind of negative vibe. Because not everything we do is right and someone needs to, to try out different things. Okay, you can find, replace it with something then. Replace it with a cooler thing than Christmas. Something that other people will be like, wow, look at that family. That, that celebration seems so cool. Like make your own ritual. Yeah, make a new ritual that is very understandable for you and your family. And if you're even able to show that to other people and they understand it and want to be part of it then you made a really good ritual that actually connects people together. And you can do that around very important subjects that needs to be understood right now and not just buying random things or think that Christmas needs to be perfect. We don't even know, half of us, most of us actually don't even know what we're celebrating. No, we don't even know why we're alive or nothing. So yeah, it's just on top of it all. So for everyone, okay. Uh, we are kind of finished with the Christmas uh, special. Uh, have a. <laughs> if you, I don't know, I think you learned probably absolutely zero from this educative show. We need people that actually know things to be in our show too. <laughs> yeah, so we try, we try to get uh, Santa Claus on the, because Santa Claus should know. Uh, Jesus is still not come back, so we couldn't call Jesus. Santa, Santa Claus, Claus was a little bit fucking over our budget though. Yeah, a little bit over our budget right now, so... Okay, if, if Santa listened to this uh, after, can you please uh, send us an email and we can make an interview specially for Christmas. We can do it on the 24th then, because this will come out on the 21 or 22. So then on the 24th, you can, Santa, if you listen, that you should because you know everything, no, please uh, contact us so we can talk to you because we don't know enough about Christmas from your perspective. So until... Uh, Christmas once more come if we all survive the, the this pandemic and the new vaccine that uh, we will get uh, forced or tricked or willingly take 
uh, then we will have a new Christmas next year without the pandemic maybe and maybe you can consider celebrating Jule, the wheel that it means uh, Jule in Norwegian. I'm <clears throat> in so Swedish it's called Jule. I think in Danish it's Jule. Please consider uh, changing uh, to celebrate the solstice if you want to educate your children about uh, universal laws and nature uh, connection and things that actually could mean something in a symbolic and poetic way. So until then, uh, Merry Christmas or Happy Birthday Santa! Happy birthday, Santa! I'd like to pop your blow up Santa I'd like to bury it in the snow Why don't you just put up a string of light
sucker. <laughs>